When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the show. Post-Thanksgiving, it's episode 351, and I'm joined once again by Kyle Klingman up in the cold, nibbly Iowa. Kyle, how you doing? How was your, your Thanksgiving? It was good, but yeah, the cold, nibbly Iowa. It was a brisk 27 this morning. We might get up to the mid-40s, but nothing compared to what they get in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah place as cold as can be um good segue too uh let's bring on our guest patrick mckee two-time all-american from the university of minnesota just uh had a nice pin here at the all-star classic uh just this last week joining us today how you doing patrick i'm great how are you guys man i couldn't be better uh couldn't be better glad glad you're here joining us obviously it was good to see you a few days ago i had a question so we, we just saw you wrestle and and do well but like you know, how do you spend, well, first of all, you know, what you wrestle freestyle, right? And you're a guy that, that does that as well. So like, what does an off season look like? Or what is the off season for you? If, if there is one. Yeah. Um, so like this year, this last year, I actually was one of the first times that I didn't wrestle any tournaments um, from, uh, or like compete at all from, you know, nationals until, you know, the start of the season. And, and the reason being, uh, just letting my body heal up. Um, you know, I wanted to wrestle in, obviously, Vegas, U23s, all that stuff. And I felt like I could have made a U23 world team. Um, but, uh, you know, just just had to let the body heal up for this long wrestling season, long college season. So, you know, usually it would be no off season. Maybe August would be an off season. But, you know, this summer I, I was able to, you know, get off the mat a little bit, focus on – you know, enjoying myself and, and lifting a lot more and, um, and coaching wrestling, which I really enjoy. Um, so it was, it was a good one. Did you let your body rest just because it was like worn out or did you have like injuries or minor injuries or, or, you know, yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of people know this, but like I've kind of been dealing with a knee injury for a couple of years now. Uh, so that was, that was definitely part of it. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to wrestle this season, um, you know, just with that injury, but, you know, I've gotten to the point where with my rehab and, and my trainers, I'm, I'm in a great spot and, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm able to compete again this year and, you know, God willing, I stay healthy and, um, keep moving forward, you know? Uh, but yeah, it's definitely just letting the letting the body physically heal, and uh, you know, not just just keeping the the goal in mind of you know being a national champ, and and you know, making you making world teams is great. Clearly, I, I've I've actually never done it, so I don't know, but I know it's 
it's a great thing to do, but you know, my goal is to, is to win a national title. So that's, that's kind of why I just decided not to compete this last summer. Sure. And, and you said you maybe thought you didn't even know if you'd be able to wrestle this year, maybe with the severity of the injury. Like at what point were you having those doubts? And at what point did you know you'd actually be okay? To, to... Well, I think more of the doubts just came at the end of the year last year. Um, and, uh, you know, one of our, one of my teammates, Bailey O'Reilly, he, he just had a great win, uh, last night, but he got the same surgery that I'm going to need. And, um, he's back. So, you know, he hasn't skipped a beat. So I would have been very similar spot. So I don't know if I would have competed, but, um, it's just, it was something that it was definitely in my mind and something that I, it was kind of weighing on me heavy. Uh, but you know, with some help from trainers and, and rehab and my coaches, you know, I'm back and I feel like I'm better than ever. Sure. Do you feel like the, I mean, this seems like a no-brainer, but I don't know. Is the folk style training harder and tougher on your body? For sure. Yeah, 100%. And and the reason being is, um, and one of the reasons why people love freestyle season so much is, you know, it's not the constant weighing in every single week. You know, and for me, being a big 2,500, that's, that's a lot of the wear and tear that comes on your body is like making weight and doing it week after week after week. Um, you know, I could wrestle, I could wrestle, you know, every, a match every single day, but if, if I didn't have to cut weight, but you know, cutting weight definitely is, it adds into that, you know, you, your body isn't really supposed to kind of go up and down a little bit like that. Uh-huh. Um, obviously you want to keep it, keep it low, but, um, everybody knows that nobody really does that. Um, you know, they fluctuate eight pounds up and eight pounds back down. So, you know what, it definitely wears on the body a little bit. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's, it's so the season gets so long and it's such a hard, hard sport. Um, you know, with freestyle, you, you weigh in, I don't know, three times within a couple months, four times, whatever it is. Uh, so it's just not as hard in that aspect. You get to focus on, you know, training a little bit more and doing some parterre and whatnot, you know? Mm-hmm. Considering, and I, you've said before, like you're probably going to, I think you said you're going to fight, you're going to do MMA after you finish wrestling. It, it, do you ever put a bigger emphasis on folk style and winning an NCAA title rather than trying to make a U23 world team or something like that? Yeah, definitely. And I don't know exactly when that shift, that kind of shift in mindset was made. Um, and I think it, it probably does have to do a lot with my brother you know, just kind of following into his footsteps. Um, and I think for a while, the goal was always to, you know, wrestle freestyle and Greco or wrestle freestyle more likely um, after college. But at that time, you know, that was so far away. Um, you know, I'm thinking back to my freshman year or even senior year of high school, you know, you're thinking of like what you're going to do after college, wrestle freestyle, keep wrestling, you know, but at that time it's five, six years away. Um, but now it's it's getting closer, and it's like, um, as much as I do like freestyle, and I absolutely love the sport of wrestling, um, you know, I just think that's the next step for me. Um, and I think, honestly, like, I was thinking about it this morning. I think the fact that I am 
knowing that uh, that I'm going to wrestle for, uh, or sorry, train MMA after college. I think that's why I've just had a shift in mindset of like realizing how much I love the sport and realizing like, shoot, you know, this isn't going to last forever. Um, I only have two more years left and, you know, I would have only had one if it wasn't for COVID, but it's just like, it's coming fast and I want to, you know, make the most of this opportunity and make the most of the time I have wrestling in college because, you know, I don't want to get to, you know, when I'm, when I'm out of college and, and look back and have regrets. So I think that's definitely having that mindset has definitely changed a little bit. That's a cool perspective. Like, I guess just the, the way you described it, do you ever like stop and smell the roses or look around and take it in, whether it's at practice or on the bus or, you know, any part of the experience right now, considering what you just said? 100%. I, I have a lot lately. Um, and that that is something that's been new this year. Like my whole mindset towards the sport of wrestling and just towards, I guess, college in general um, has definitely shifted this year. Uh, you know, just with the realization of like, all right, you know, say hypothetically, I don't wrestle next year. I'm done with college. I'm done with wrestling. Um, I'm in the real world. You know, you gotta, you gotta kind of grow up fast. And so I think that's just not scary, but you know, it makes you appreciate what you have right now and makes you appreciate like, shoot, I'm getting every, I'm getting every meal provided for me. Um, you know, I've got scholarship, I've got cost of living pretty much covered and it's, it's nice right now. You know, I've got, I've got structure, but when you're out in the real world, you know, you don't have that as much. So, um, I think that is the kind of main focus, but also it's like, I won't be, you know, when I'm training MMA, I won't be, uh, you know, traveling the same way on with teams or, you know, going to duels and all that stuff. You know, it's just Nobody's it's cleaning a lot your laundry. Nobody's cleaning your jock. Nobody's, Nobody's cleaning. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a slept on part I don't really realize a lot of times. But, yeah, you know, it's just I've definitely, definitely been looking back and, and thinking like, holy crap, this, this last four years have gone really fast. Fine. Have you thought about yeah. taking another year? You brought it up so hypothetically. Is it? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You're definitely doing it. 100%. Yep. Okay. Awesome. I'm back. Glad to hear that. Um, okay. The All-Star Classic. Um, right. Just came and went last week. But, you know, do you do you remember it years ago? Do you remember it like either, you know, a while back or, or even hearing about, you know, back in the 90s or 80s? Um, not necessarily like 90s and 80s. Um. But I do remember the last time, uh, what was it, 2017? 18, I believe. 2018? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that one. Because um, didn't Mark Hall wrestle in it? Yeah, I think he wrestled Zahid, if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Mark Hall versus Zahid. That was, that was a great match. I just specifically remember that. Um, obviously, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did Jack Mueller wrestle in it at 125? I think he. I think he might have. I'm not positive. Might have. Okay. Yeah. So I. I remember that. Um. But then also, you know, my coach Zach Sanders, he wrestled in it twice back in the day. Yeah. You know, 
plenty of Minnesota wrestlers have wrestled in it. So I, I know it, I know it's something that's been around. And, and so when I got asked, you know, it was such a huge, you know, honor to be able to be a part of this. Um, it was really cool just cause you know, I was in the who's number one back in the day and now I'm in the restart of this. So it's kind of a come full circle type of moment. And, you know, it was just great to be a part of. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Who's number one mm-hmm. in this? That's, that's super cool. Uh, all right, I think you went through like two or three opponents. Uh, walk me through that and, and kind of what that was like. Yeah. Um, three or four, I think. Cause okay. <laughs> so originally I got reached out to and you know, the, the plan or whatever, whoever told me it was like, Hey, do you want to wrestle Vito in the, who in the, uh, all-star classic? It's like, heck yeah. Um, so Vito right away. And then, you know, I kind of heard rumors that he was bumping up to 33. So I'm like, huh, how's that going to work out? Yeah. And then next thing I know, um, Brandon Courtney. Um, so, so my mind, my mindset kind of shifted and, and, uh, focusing on <clears throat> Brandon Courtney. And then, um, and then um, Eric Barnett, he's always a tough opponent. Um, and just thinking again of like, all right, I wrestled this guy so much throughout the year. <laughs> um, you know, I'm ready for him. Yeah. And, you know, towards that point, it, it kind of, I wasn't even thinking about the All-Star Classic in the sense of like focusing on the opponent, right. you know, because I, I, I don't wrestle this for a while now, but um, it was just shifting my mindset to like, all right, you know, this is an exhibition match. Um, obviously, I want to win, but the goal is, you know, keep building upon this. So this this was like a good starting point to get myself, you know, in great shape for the start of the season and get myself ready um, wrestling, you know, top 10 or top six, whatever opponent right away. Um but you know that's obviously not the end goal. End goal is in March, and and so I'm peaking myself still. You know I'm not even not even close to where I'm going to be at at the end of the year. Sure. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a little roller coaster figuring out the opponents. But I just had the mindset of like, you know, give me whoever. I don't care who it is. Just let me wrestle. Yep, for sure. Um, then you know, what did you think when you got here? What was it? describe? I guess what the, what it, from your point of view, what it looked like in this building. Yeah, I, I honestly had no idea what to expect um, until I believe I saw it on your Instagram story. And I actually sent it to my girlfriend because she was she came down to watch. Um, so it was just, yeah, it was just interesting um, because it was more of like a, it's definitely, you know, for TV. And um, I know a lot of people were complaining about, oh, why didn't we have fans, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, nah, like, I really liked it how it was. And I liked, like, kind of the smaller feeling of it um, where, you know, after a match, we can walk around the whole arena without being bombarded by fans um, or the the venue by being bombarded by fans and, and being asked for our autograph. Like, you know, a lot of wrestlers, you know, like the Carter Shirakis and the and then Aaron, Aaron Brooks, you know, they're going to get asked for their autograph all day by, by fans at that event. So it was kind of nice for us to be able to just be there chilling in the back with all the other wrestlers and, and just focusing on competing. I didn't think about that part. But, yeah, like the, the a guy, a guy like Starachi or 
or or Aaron or a lot of people in the sport, right, who'd be constantly getting hit up by kids, which is nice to be able to do that, but not for, you know, the rest of the night. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, and like, you know, we're coming down that event to to put on a show, compete against, you know, top, you know, five guys. Yeah. Um and it it's it was more of a business trip, you know, you're coming down there, you're you're uh you're competing and then you're heading home and and you know, it'd be nice to, you know, see some fans down there, but um you know, we're able to do that all of our other duels. So this was a nice change of pace and and just uh like I said, just being able to hang out kind of with the wrestlers and and um you know, right after your match kind of walk around and and sit down and watch them without you know, having to worry about anything else. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, and so we got your we got your match queued up here. Uh, we're gonna take a look at it, and uh, I just want to kind of you can whenever you're ready, uh, Nico, you can play that. We'll just kind of walk through it. Thoughts? You can tell me what you're thinking. You can critique it. You can whatever. Yeah. First off, I really like the the walkouts that we did. Yeah. I think I got a full picture of. Uh, of your spray here with the little silhouette. At pounds, wrestling in the blue. A Have you watched this? Golfers, um, no, I haven't. No. Did you see any of those? Was, is this your first no, time? No, I saw the, um, some of the photos and stuff. Yeah. So I forgot who posted them, but I kind of went through all the photos just through the match. Cool. But it was actually funny, right? When I got, like, right here on the mat, yeah, I was kind of, like, in the crowd a little bit. And there was, I swear to God, in my mind, I heard someone say, like, oh, he's wearing a brace. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I heard that, too. A lot of people do it. <laughs> he's wearing a brace. What? So what did you know about Kyson? Nothing. Nothing? Uh, no, I, I mean, I know that he wrestled Barnett. He beat Barnett. Um, he, uh, it's tough, obviously. He, I was prepared for him not to shoot too much. Um, I know he did take a couple shots, but I think he, he kind of has a wide stance. You know, like, like you can kind of see right here. Uh, a little bit more bent over style where he's trying to get elbow binds um, like exactly like this. Uh, so I was just prepared and you know, I didn't want to keep a strong club. Didn't want to push with a, with a, um, with a club. Um, and just keeping my right hand down and free uh, right here. Obviously I'm not doing a good job at that, but if I'm, if I'm resting my hand on the head, I'm trying to pull, trying to pull them down, uh, wear on them a little bit. Um, but yeah, I knew that one of my teammates, uh, Troy Spratley, wrestled him when we went down to duel Iowa State this summer in just a little exhibition. And um, Troy kind of put his pace on him and, and was able to, you know, first one, they wrestled two matches. First match, he didn't score much. And then the second match, he kind of put the pace on him and was able to get to a couple more attacks, I know. So he was just telling me a few things. Sure. You guys went and wrestled with Iowa State over the summer? Sorry to sidetrack this, but that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, um, we just did like a little exhibition practice type thing. 
Yeah. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't competing, uh, but a lot of our guys wrestled very well. I think um, definitely shocked some some Iowa State guys down there. Okay. Well, you went to uh, Ames. I didn't go. Or the, but I mean, the, that's where when they went to the Iowa's rest. Iowa yeah, State yeah, yeah. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, so right here, once he got in that double, you know, I just had to put on a classic key head pitch, chest wrap. Noticeable size advantage here for Ricky. He looks big. Who said, hey, who is that? Who said who's looking big? Uh, Christian, I think. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right here, I was just being careful not to get, not to get, um, reversed. And then right here, I was thinking, all right, I could get some back points out of this. Weird position. Man, close to backers, I was in a similar situation wrestling Eric Barnett at Nationals two years ago, uh -huh. where I was, able to, I was scrambling there, and then my leg got stuck on the side, and I almost did like a bone arrow, and I caught him like this, <laughs> and, and it was just a crazy position because I'm like, all right, if I get my leg out, like he might escape, but if I just hold him here, I can get some back points. But she so that's what I was thinking. Did, right did you get back points that other time? Oh, I got back points. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did a good job there at sealing off right away. That's that was good. One thing I try to focus on on top is just forward pressure the whole time. A lot of people like they like to pull back a little bit too much on top, but I just try to keep my pressure on top. Yes, he will. Should work, and it just does. And just all of a sudden, guys are they're flipped over. <laughs> Quick jump, nice stand up by Tarakina, but he gets put right back down in the ride out takedown and ride out for Pat. So how you feeling at this point? 2-0 with what? Two, quite a bit of riding time. Good. Right, right there was a good indicator because you know I was up. Honestly, I was you know I was feeling it a little bit. Um, kind of first down, time down to weight. Uh, but right when I saw him, you know, laying on the mat, I looked at Coach Sanders and kind of gave him a look of like, all right, I got this guy. Because it's just like a mental thing of like, okay, if I feel I feel a little bit tired, you know, I feel that, that wall kind of trying to creep in. But I see him who's more tired than me that just mentally just gives me a boost. Hell yeah. As Pat's up and out, make it 3 nothing now early here in the second. So are you, uh, the key sealing off that side and coming up. You ever thinking feet to back, or is a position like this just kind of happen? It just kind of happens, to be honest. Um, a lot of these shots here that, I'm, that I hit, uh, I just kind of follow into my position. I don't necessarily practice, but it's just, they come. Yeah. 
And then right here, I'm, I was thinking my toe was almost out. But I didn't want to over-adjust. I guess my toe was a little bit more than I thought. I thought it was Kept it in. Hey, Nico, can we scrub back just a little bit? I'm going to be honest. Go ahead. What'd you say, Pat? I didn't expect it, uh, to get that pin that easily. Hey, when you got like, this underhook, were you thinking? Hook. Real quick, uh, when you when you get this underhook, when you get this underhook, I'm curious. Are you thinking feet to back right away? No. Not even until you got to the mat. Go to I'm gonna be honest. I thought I was gonna have to just fight for the takedown on the hip there. Yeah. I didn't think. I didn't think I was gonna get him through the back there. <laughs> Dang. But it was a nice, nice surprise. Yeah, I did think I was gonna pin him at some point, just cause how, I, just how I was wrestling. Um, you know, when I'm focusing on just beating someone up and and wearing on them, that's when I get my pins. Versus when I go out, kind of focusing on getting a pin. Uh -huh. You know, it's a little bit like last night against South Dakota, South Dakota State. Uh, kid, I was wrestling. I've wrestled him a few times. He knows what I try to do on top. He knows that I'm going to try to pin him. Uh, you know, so I, when, when I go out and wrestle a match of, like, trying to pin, you know, I'm just looking for that versus just looking for – versus just looking to score points on the feed and, and in all types of positions. So last night, you know, it wasn't my best match, but I was able to control on top and just show my dominance on, on the mat, you know. Yep. Um. How do you feel at this point in the season? Like, are you feel like you're at where you, where you should be for right now? Yeah, I feel great mentally, um, mentally and physically. Uh, you know, I honestly feel like this is my year. Um, in the past, throughout the season, I kind of had ups and downs. This year, I truly, truly believe that uh, with the mindset I have right now, it's just it's gonna be solid. Uh, solid throughout the whole year and, and peaking at the right time in uh, March. Um, try not to, you know, have the ups and downs, wins or the losses, I suppose, uh, like I have in the years past. But uh, as long as it comes together in March, I guess that don't really matter. But um, I don't know. There's some, something about this year. Like I said earlier, it could be just re the realization of, you know, my wrestling career could be coming to an end sooner. Um, or soon, and uh, I just want to get the most out of it. And uh, I'm just grateful to be on the mat every single time I compete. Um, I think you know, in the years past, I've never really thought about it like that. But I think that's just the maturity I've grown into. Um, and I've definitely, I've definitely taken a a lot bigger of a leadership role on my team. Um, and uh, I think that's definitely helped me. Um, just cause, you know, I've got to, in order to be a leader, you have to be well-rounded in that all aspects of, you know, your training, your lifestyle outside of wrestling and, uh, obviously on the mat. So, you know, in order to be a leader, I can't be slacking in the wrestling room. I can't be slacking, um, obviously out on the mat. Um, so I think it's just a little bit more of an, of an incentive for me to, uh, do the right things because I know that you know, the freshmen are watching. I know that the sophomores are watching. Um, and I want to make them proud. I want to make them uh, want to be like me in the aspect of, you know, just loving to compete, loving to fight, um, and doing the right things.
Um, I think that's, that's a huge thing there. And, uh, you know, I was telling one of our, so my teammate Vance Bombar last night had a huge win over Clay Carlson. And, uh, that kid is, is, uh, just a great competitor, uh, Vance's. Um, I remember last year, I forgot, I think it was after the Iowa duel when I just had a tough match and was able to grit down and, and pull out a win. He just texted me like, um, dude, I'm so proud of you. Like I have so much respect for you. And to see, you know, one of our freshmen at the time say that, you know, that was just a huge boost, honestly. You know, you can hear it from your coaches. You can hear it from your family members, but when you hear it from a freshman on the team, you know, just, it meant something different. So for him to say, you know, how, how uh, inspired kind of he was by me in that aspect, uh, I think that just gave me another boost. And so when he was competing last night, you know, I just went and told him before the match, you know, dude, I, I just said, I know you're going to win. I know you're going to win this match. I know you're going to beat him. Um, and just inspire the confidence in him. Um, and so I said, after the duel, I said, it's easy to go out and compete when your team believes in you and every single person in our room and on our team believes in each other. And so that's a powerful thing. So I know every time that I go out on the mat and compete, I know that it doesn't matter, you know, who I'm wrestling. I know that my teammates believe in me and that's all that really matters. Obviously once, if my whole team believes in me, why wouldn't I believe in myself? Um, and so that's, that's just something that I've been thinking about lately. And, and I feel like that's just kind of inspired a little bit more action in me and a little bit more, uh, you know, drive to, to win a national title this year. Sure. Um, I mean, I think it kind of goes without saying, right. Um, barring the a bus crash to a national title, it's got to go through Spencer, right? He's, he's yep, for really sure. been the talk of the town the yeah, top of the top of the rung um to you know is it going to take wrestling the perfect match is it going to take a, a, an extreme game plan is it going to take what's it going to take you know everybody's beatable you know against him you can't you can't ever stop wrestling um you know obviously it's 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 large of me to say this and it's large of me to you know have these beliefs considering the last time i wrestled him he pinned me right um but that's because I stopped wrestling for just a second. You know, I got, I got comfortable in a position that I'm comfortable in. Um, but that's where he likes to score. Right. I got to an underhook. And I was like, Oh, let's go. And you know, he was able to dump me to my back. Um, and so I think it's just, it's knowing the positions I need to be in. It's knowing the positions I need to stay out of and not kind of falling in, falling into, uh, I guess his law, right? Like when I was wrestling him and I snapped him down once to his knees and then, uh, then I just kind of fell into a law because he, he doesn't move much on his feet. Um, he just kind of, he waits for you to kind of tie up with him, and that's when he hits his stuff. And so I think if I can get him to kind of open up a little bit and, you know, kind of have that back and forth match, that's when I wrestle the best. Um, and, you know, I, I want to take him into deep waters. Um, I remember my teammate, Sean Russell, a few years ago, took him into deep waters in the third period and almost beat him. 
And, you know, where I'm at compared to where I was last year is just, it's, I'm way better. Or two years ago it was, I'm way better. Um, and, you know, I just want to take them into deep waters and, and see what it's about, I suppose. Do you believe it's that that's a feat you can accomplish? I do. And I know my teammates believe it and my coaches believe it and that's all that matters. Cra crazy year things have happened, man. Um, and I'm, I'm yeah. enjoying watching everybody along the journey and, and seeing how it all shakes out. Um, I mean, the way, the way that I think about it is um, people have always doubted me. I've always kind of been surprising people and shocking people um, and going beyond expectations. So why not, why not continue that at the highest level? I love it. Freaking love it, man. Um, awesome. Well, we're going to kind of transition into um, a couple of games we got here as, as we near closer to the end of the show. But um, first one, we got Kyle Klingman over here. We're going to ring him back in on the line, and uh, he's going to got some questions. He's going to try to stump you. Oh, boy. I don't know if we got did me. this with you after Nationals, did we? Yep, you got me four out of five. I lost the so first you... one and then bounced back. Okay. Well, I hope I don't have any repeats here. I don't think I do, but let's dive in. Number one, what 1972 Greco-Roman Olympian was the head wrestling coach at the University of Minnesota? Jay Robinson? Yep. Oh. You got it. All right. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I out. should easily pulled <laughs> <laughs> it out. All right. Number two, what former two-time NCAA champion for Minnesota became a professional wrestling promoter who founded the American Wrestling Association? You said former two-time national champ? Yep. Oh, Vern Gagne. Gagne? Gagne, yeah. You got it. Gagne. Hey. Yeah. Reach down deep. I, I thought one. we were going to stump him on these. <laughs> He's rolling. Hey, yeah. You almost yeah, got can't... me on that one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you pulled that out. That's awesome. Number three, what current WWE superstar and 2012 Greco-Roman Olympian shares a name with Olympic gold medalist from Minnesota and an Olympic gold medalist from Iowa State? Chaz Betts, baby. Yep. Chaz Gable. Chad Gable. Chad Gable. Yeah. Either one's fine. Chad Gable. That's the same. That's the same Michael boy. You can't stump me on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna try. I thought if you don't get that one, that'd be rough. Not even. He's cruising. Uh -huh. Number, number He's four. Cruising. What Minnesota wrestling All American won an Olympic silver medal while he was still in college? Wasn't Brandon out of college? trying to think you tell Paulson me was out of, is it paulson yeah all right there you go <laughs> paulson, i yeah. thought you would just oh you're right he took a year off yeah 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 i took a olympic red shirt yep. in college yep so now you have the the question that could put you over the top for five for five number five brandon Egham won a silver medal at the 2001 world championships in sofia bulgaria where were the world championships that year originally scheduled to take place? 
you said 2001? 2001. Um, I'm going to either say, like, the United States, maybe New York, or... Yeah, stop right um, there. You got it. Don't New even York? start. Yeah. You got it. All right, there we go. What? How did you kick? Uh, did you know that, or why'd you why'd you cheat? No, I mean, hey, it's two thousand one, nine eleven. Yeah. All right. Worlds are in usually September or October, so you just got to put two and two together. Dude, <laughs> strong work. That's hey, I'm using that using here. that college brain here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For just a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess to the to the part about MMA. That's right. I was alluding to. Um, and we talked about off season and, and not competing and freestyle because you're letting your body heal. Jiu-jitsu is pretty easy on your body. Do you do jujitsu? Do you I strike? I you don't, don't do any of that stuff yet? I do more a lot of striking. Um try not to too much during the season. Uh just keep just on the elbows and whatnot. Uh but I do love to switch it up and add some striking into my training right now. It's great cardio. Great for uh, weight loss, to be honest. Um, you hit a couple rounds and you're sweating bullets. Uh, and it's a lot lot easier on your body than wrestling. So it's nice to add that into my training. Um, and the footwork, you you honestly develop really good footwork uh, with boxing and striking. Um, so that's one thing I'm doing. Haven't really got into jiu-jitsu too much. Um, just some basic stuff. But, uh, yeah, you know, me and Michael Blockus, we – we kind of are on the same plan of like our goals of being UFC champs, Bellator champs, whatever it is. So it's been really nice. Me and him just kind of working with each other and, and uh, working with this guy that we know that helps us, uh, helps us with our striking and all that stuff. You ever spar around with your brother? I haven't yet. Nope. No, not yet. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this next <laughs> summer, who knows? Sure. <laughs> What, what, give us a quick update on him and, and, and his fight career. I know he's, I've seen him win some fights. Yeah. He's, uh, he's getting ready for his next fight January 13th. Um, I believe it's going to be um, LFA, which is Legacy Fighting Association. Um, yeah. He did his first two fights through LFA, and then he went a fight in Bellator. Uh, so hopefully after this, he's either fighting for – He's not under contract with them, so I don't know how this works, but he's either fighting for an LFA title to move up to UFC or he's fighting for fighting uh, in Bellator under contract. Um, but, yeah, so getting ready for his next fight, January 13th uh, in Minnesota, which will be nice, except I'm going to be down in Nebraska competing, so I'll miss that, but um, that's just the way it is. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, he's crushing it right now. He. Not able to uh, come home for Thanksgiving or Christmas just because, you know, he's training. But um sure I'll see him after his fight in uh, January. Does your, does your mind ever wander to that life, that life, that lifestyle of M- M- MMA? Or are you really trying to just like in that world of living, right? Or are you trying to just kind of take it in? No, it definitely does. Or... Um, because I know that's my next step. So it's like, let's think about it this way. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if, if you know that's your goal, right? Like my goal is to be a UFC champ. Um, 
why would I completely start? Like, why would I start my goal right after I'm done with this goal? Why not kind of tie them together? Sure. <laughs> obviously, wrestling is a huge part of me. Um, so I'm I'm trying I'm tying them together right now with my just the way I train, um, my lifestyle. You know, you can learn a lot from MMA guys and how they how they train. Um, you know, they're kind of training camps that they go through. You know, two three months, whatever it is. Um, you know, I really like that. Um, and, uh, you know, those guys, they have to focus on really just their health. And, and so I've picked up a few things from my brother on, um, whether it's supplements that he uses, you know, he, he's got this new company he uses called key nutrients, um, for electrolytes. And, uh, you know, I've definitely, my, my mind definitely wanders there sometimes because, you know, it's just trying to pick up different things from them, whether it's Mike Chandler or whether it's Logan Storley, Gilbert Burns, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's super exciting to, to have that in the future and know what I'm going to do versus a lot of guys, they get done with college and like, all right, uh, what am I going to do? But, uh, you know, I, I know what's the goal. Yeah. Awesome, man. So well, just, looking... I guess the answer is like, how do I set myself up to be ready right away? You know, I don't want to take a couple of years where I'm like, not making any money and, and still trying to get into it. You know, I want to yeah. be ready right when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Which will be a year and a half, something like that. Yeah. You know, yep. like five, two years. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, yeah. It's always fun to, to watch these guys that I've gotten to know like this transition and, and get an MMA and Mitch, great example. So definitely, mm -hmm. uh, uh, stoked to watch yours do the same thing. And, but before that, you know, we're going to watch you crank it out for another couple of years on freestyle. We're, we're excited about that, go. man. Um, yeah, we're, we're kind of down to the end of the line, but we're going to give you, we're going to give you the final word today to say anything you might want to say about anything. I don't know. Um, let's say, Hey, I'm, I might be coming out with some t-shirts soon. So All right. if you see those, go order one. All right. Sounds great. It. Where where are you going to, on Instagram, you got a website where are you going to, I, yeah, probably on Instagram. Okay. But I'm Heck still yeah. working on it. Any any themes? Any nickname? Um, you know, one thing I've been kind of focusing on is uh I said it in the interview at at the uh All Star Classic, but it's kind of controlled chaos. You know, when I go out and wrestle, a lot of people think, Oh, he's just kinda of scrambling, he does a lot of crazy stuff, but in my mind I know what's going on. It's some it's some controlled chaos out there. That's what that should go on the shirt. Hundred percent. Control chaos. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sign me up. For for a while I've been trying to figure out, you know, what's it gonna be? A lot of people were a lot of people were saying backside bandit, all that stuff, but I don't like that anymore. Yeah, no, that's no, no you don't it's cool. That was great. Twice. <laughs> but that's yeah. <laughs> There's a, yep. yeah. Awesome. All right, controlled chaos, man. Hit me up when you got it. I'll get one. All right, cool. All right, thanks a lot, man. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Yep, you take too. care. Bye. All right, see ya. All right, Klingman. Another great show. It's always fun, Chuck, chatting with old Pat McKee. I like that dude. He is fun. I, I, I do like the <laughs> I like the backside bandit. I get the message that it sends that you don't want to be that guy, but it's pretty cool because of what he has done on the backside. It's a it's fun to see those guys run through the the back, especially after losing the first round. Yeah. But it's no longer. He's now controlled chaos. And I love it. Yeah. Good match at the All-Star meet, too. Yeah, yeah, he rocked it. Um, 
Cool. That's going to do it. It's CKLV week. Um, we're going to have the Chirellas on tomorrow. Mark Chirella, senior, who I think founded CKLV, and his son, Ryan Chirella. Um, yeah, so pumped up. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>